Vancouver City Council candidate and ex-fiancé in court over protection order. Court Commissioner Jill Sasser grants David Gelletly's request for protection from harassment. Editor Ken Vance's note, this story has been updated since originally published on Friday, October 1st. Clark County today regrets any confusion created by the original version of the story. On Friday, a Clark County Superior Court Commissioner granted the request of Vancouver City Council candidate David Gelletly for a restraining order against a former fiancé. Gelletly and his former fiancé Carmen Prue were back in Clark County Superior Court for a second time Friday, October 1st. The issue was whether or not Court Commissioner Jill Sasser would extend a restraining order Gelletly sought August 27 against Pruitt, seeking to keep her away from his residence and son. In requesting the protection order, Gelletly said he was the victim of domestic abuse. He stated they were intimate partners who did not reside together. He asked the court to restrain Pruitt from causing any physical harm, bodily injury, assault including sexual assault, including molesting, harassing, threatening or stalking him. Gelletly asked the court to require Pruitt surrender all firearms and other dangerous weapons, as well as surrender any concealed pistol licenses, he also asked that Pruitt pay for the cost of bringing the legal action, including the cost of attorney's fee. Gelletly is represented by attorney Greg Cheney. In her ruling, Sasser extended the protection order for one year because there was sufficient basis to establish the presence of domestic violence. The protection was granted for Gelletly and his son. Specifically, Sasser addressed Gelletly's claims that he had been physically harmed by Pruitt and that she had engaged in stalking. I'm not finding he's met his burden on physical harm, Sasser said during the court hearing. However, I do find he's met his burden of stalking. Sasser denied his request that Pruitt pay attorney fees. The case goes back to a July 27, 911 call the 22-year-old Pruitt made asking for police assistance at Gelletly's Vancouver residence. She alleged he grabbed her by her wrists and forearms, pinned her arms behind her back, and shoved her out of her house at about 5.50 p.m. that day, the police report stated. The dispatch notes indicate she alleged he picked her up and carried her down the stairs of the residence. According to Prude's statement to police, she and Gelletly had been involved in a significant dating relationship that began in December 2020. She said that at one point the two were engaged and about to be married, but she ended the relationship and called off the wedding due to Gelletly's alleged abusive behavior. She told officers she did not live with Gelletly on the date of the incident, but she had last stayed the night at the residence approximately one week prior. She was at the residence that day to pick up professional property for her photography business. Pruitt alleged there had been another domestic argument on June 2nd. Gelletly allegedly threw her down onto a couch and coffee table, grabbed her by her arms, drug her down the stairs and pushed her out of the house in a similar manner to the events Pruitt alleged on July 27. While she did not report this instance to the police, she did report it to a friend who was coming to pick her up. Gelletly told police a different story. He admitted they had dated and been engaged, but he said the relationship had ended about two months prior. She did have a key to his residence while they were in the relationship. During Friday's hearing, Pruitt admitted to entering without knocking or an invitation to his residence. She shared he had teased her in a loving way the one time she had knocked before entering, during their relationship. She was therefore used to entering unannounced. Gelletly observed Pruitt at the bottom of the stairs that day, he was not expecting her and there were no arrangements made for her to be at his residence. Gelletly stated he put his hand in the air in front of him with his hand vertical and his palm toward her saying you can't be here and you need to leave and other similar remarks. He advised the officer that at no time did he make physical contact with her inside the residence. He told officer she left voluntarily and he left as well for a previously scheduled meeting. The day before the initial hearing, 
Pruitt submitted a 29-page response to false allegations to the court. She was not represented by an attorney. Jellitly alleged she had been assassinating his character, Pruitt said that allegation was completely false. She claimed she had been a victim of domestic violence and vulnerable adult abandonment. The physical violence listed in the original police report shows David is the abuser, not me, she said. I have attached photos of the bruises he left on me from previous abusive encounters. Pruitt alleged that Jellitly had broken her cell phone so that she could not access the proof of previous abuse and alcoholism that was on the phone. During Friday's hearing, Jellitly's attorney requested the photos be removed from the record. Sasser denied that request. Jellitly alleged Pruitt had punched him in the face, as an example of physical violence. She told the judge that it was one time, an act of self-defense. Pruitt said Jellitly lied when saying he had left her, and that it was just the opposite. I actually left him each time, she said. The documents say Jellitly was simply trying to do damage control to his reputation. Sasser asked if Pruitt had lived in the Jellitly residence, which he claimed she did not. Pruitt said she did, and offered to produce mail sent to her at his residence they shared. Jellitly had mentioned security camera video footage detailing what had occurred. Pruitt welcomed the production of that security video. She says it will show that 30 seconds after her entry, I am physically shoved down the stairs and out the door violently. Jellitly is the aggressor and very dangerous, Pruitt alleged. Just this week David agreed to physically fighting someone for posting about what he did. Pruitt reported bruises on her arms and legs. The police report states Pruitt exhibited no injury. The report indicates Jellitly refused written information on domestic violence, DV, but that the report would be forwarded to the DV unit. Pruitt accepted the written DV information. One officer reported Pruitt completed a threat assessment and the score was severe. In Pruitt's submission were several photos showing bruises, which she alleges she received as a result of Jellitly's prior abuse. She alleged Jellitly broke her phone because it contained photos and videos of this abuse and extreme drunkenness. She also mentioned Jellitly's criminal history of drug abuse and alcoholism from his previous divorce and battle for custody of his son. He also admitted to cocaine use and alcoholism at the time, she said. The document also alleges financial manipulation, and that he is manipulative and aggressive. Pruitt alleged Jellitly wanted to join their finances and that he had given her a credit card to pay for things, including items for their wedding. She indicated she had reluctantly agreed to merge their finances. Jellitly's appearance in court comes on the heels of another Clark County political candidate involved in a domestic violence incident. Most recently, Derek Ford suspended his campaign for Washougal mayor after an arrest for domestic violence.